0: Me, 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 me. I, 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 I. You, 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 you. Ooh. Ma, ma. I need like Sharpay Evans warm ups. And here's to the beginning. <laughs> Why, Johnny Ringo? I know exactly what I'm doing, and I can change it at any time. I'm your huckleberry. Incoming the Rambling Podcast, with your hosts, Conway Titty and Stoney Robbins. Hello and howdy. Hey, cowpokes. Welcome back to another episode of the Ramblin' Podcast. I'm your host, Conway Titty. And right now, this will be quite uh, a handful of episodes that are going to be solo. So it'll be just me. Tony is taking a break uh from just kind of all the content for right now and it's good to take breaks and that's totally fine. So uh these next handful episodes will be just me of me rambling talking into the universe like a fucking psychopath. Um and I'm quite I'm actually quite nervous to do an entire episode by myself. Uh not that I can't you know, I talk all the fucking time and I talk to myself quite a bit. Um just not having Stony laugh you know <laughs> or even just say little things in between it's just gonna be weird to try to stop myself and not go in a circle or continue to just ramble but i guess that's the whole point of uh what we're doing but welcome back we are on episode 31 quite crazy and yeah like i said it'll be some solo episodes um i think i got like five episodes by myself we're just gonna give like i said give Sony a nice little month off of not having to to create or do anything sometimes like I said you need those breaks I take those breaks usually at the end of every year I take like an entire month off and I go uh I black out basically in a sense of I don't use any social medias I don't get on anything um I don't create any new content. I don't do anything literally for an entire month. I give myself and my brain an entire break of like not having to worry about something 24/7 all the time. Um and Tony's still new to this. I've been doing this for it'll be 8 years in the fall. Um so I'm used to content creating and kind of trying to, you know, always do something amongst balancing like the jobs that I had at the time too. Um and it's really it really is difficult. I find it uh, hard sometimes to uh try to stay focused on what's going on when you feel like you you're you know you have five other million things going on so yeah it, it's it, when you're new to it you you got to give yourself a break more times than not and that's something i wish i would have learned very early on into this is is giving yourself a break when you feel like you need it um so yeah we're giving gonna give Stony a break from listen to me talk <laughs> all the time on this fucking episode or on these on this podcast in general. Um, but yeah, 31. Uh, happy summer, guys. I hope you guys have been doing well. I hope you guys have been loving our recent topics that we've been doing. Um, like I said, with with basically Conway's episodes is what we're going to call them, um, they're kind of going to be mainly topics either directed towards me or things that I have uh, quite a bit of experience with and kind of diving into things that... Not necessarily Stony doesn't really want to talk about, um, but something that I can definitely do more in depth and uh kind of go from there in a sense. Um today's topic, obviously from the title is makeup. I, you know, I don't really think that's a topic Stony really cares to listen to or want to talk about. So I figured what better way if we're gonna do some solo episodes to give myself the opportunity to talk about makeup because that was a requested topic from multiple people. I've had it in my notes since we started the podcast. Like like you guys, like I've said before, I have a list of topics and I have them organized in categories of like things that Stoney and I come up with and then things that uh, are requested by you guys. Um, so I had multiple requests on just talking about makeup in general, whether it's what I use, what I don't use, what I hate, what I loathe what i love so very much um and i thought yeah might as well start off the solo episodes with the makeup topic um and it's kind of this is always this is kind of a i don't want to say a weird topic for me to talk about because i'm extremely comfortable talking about makeup and kind of giving everyone the details on like what to get and what not to get um but it's, like, to me, it's kind of a sensitive subject, and I'll tell you why. So, like, growing up in the time that I think a lot of us did grow up, especially as a female, um, and even, you know, little boys, too, or, you know, little theys, <laughs> no matter what gender. Um, it's, like, it felt like wearing makeup was uh, whorish. Like, you know, uh, and... You were like a hoochie mama wearing just lipstick or eyeshadow as a kid. Like I remember every time I would play with makeup, I always if I got any makeup, it was always the little kid makeup sets that you could get at Walmart for like two dollars on during Christmas times. And it was always like the really crappy makeup and just it just was not good makeup at all. It was just basically Vaseline and glitter <laughs> in a sense. Um or my mom would buy the like 50 cent eyeshadows that went on sale that were like the CoverGirl little two pack that had different, you know, two different colors in it. And it is always like a, it was always like a black and a blue set. That was always the one that I had, was these like little tiny two eyeshadows and that's it. And then you would have like the roller balls uh, of lip gloss that have like, the rollerball on it i'm actually holding one right now um since then there's been a quite a revival of nostalgia makeup uh, coming out and i've been absolutely obsessed with it. i think it's great i have the color pops Puff girls rollerball set and i have one of blossom uh, bubbles and buttercup i'm currently holding buttercup in my hands right now um but looking at it, it it's just this it's literally a rollerball up top and it glides over your lips and then you'd have um Smucker's chapstick that tasted like s'mores or strawberries or Dr Pepper like you would just you had all these kind of very fruity dessert type makeup that was kind of uh drawn to children in a sense and I know every time that I would put makeup on or whatever, I always got the comments of, like, looking like a hoochie mama just by wearing, like, red lipstick. Um, and I know a lot of my friends would get yelled at um, and, like, get in trouble for wearing uh, lipstick at all, um, say, to, like, middle school or or something like that, right? Um, and it's just weird because it's, like, it's literally just this, paint that goes on your face for fun. Like it doesn't correlate with being a, a a sex worker, uh aka a prostitute. We don't like to use that word here. Or a night walker. You know, it's just like it's so weird to me that like during that time you have these adults that are shaming children for wearing makeup and comparing them to adult things. And I, it's just so fucking weird. And creepy. And I just have always hated that aspect of like. Makeup. Correlates with you being a whore. If you wear a lot of it. Or even just you know. A different colored lip. You're, you're scandalous. And you're promiscuous. And I just find it so fucking odd. It's always been so odd for me. And the relationship with makeup. And like my family the women in my family never really wore a lot of makeup. Like that wasn't really uh, their thing. So growing up, I didn't have anyone to teach me really how to do makeup properly or wear it correctly because Lord knows it was a disaster um, (laughs) on uh, my sides of the family. Uh, Just not really having, I didn't really have anyone that was like, glamorous to look up to all i had were you know pop stars and models and magazines and like just artists in general um and even then it was fairly limited because i also didn't you know no match no much past you know this small town atmosphere of chapstick and mascara it's and that's fine if that's all you wear like hell i wear some of that stuff most of the times anyways uh when i'm not doing a full face but you, you know what i'm saying like i didn't have this whole kind of i didn't have an older sister that did makeup during this time like i didn't have anyone like that it was literally just me discovering my own feminimi- femininity you know what I'm fucking trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say. But it was just me discovering my feminine side and not really knowing where to go from, what to do with it. It, it Especially growing up in a very, like, tomboy-style lifestyle, for sure. Like, it just was ingrained in me, like it just was a very manly environment growing up too. So it it just seemed like makeup was a waste, but I really did enjoy it. Like I loved watching the girls in shows and then them just being so glamorous. And I remember uh it's like watching, you know, Coyote Ugly and watching them dance on the bar top and just being like, Wow, I wanna do that one day. That's that sounds that looks so much fun. They're so cool. Or just all these girls on TV just being such women, you know, just gorgeous. And like I said, I didn't have that. So, like, that's what I look to to kind of tap into my more feminine side. And I feel like that was really hard for me growing up because the most feminine I feel like you could get at that time for me was painting my nails. Um, and it's just. It's so weird. It's such a weird thing that. You kind of have to discover. As you go. And as I got. Older and hit puberty and stuff. You know you're. You start developing the feelings of. Trying to. Want to impress people that you like. Girls or guys. Um and you want to start dressing a little nicer and smelling good, not stinking and being a little goblin mess, you know? And I wore, I would say, I finally at that time, like the moment I was able to shave my legs, which took a while, um, was when I could start wearing more makeup. And at that time, I started wearing more eyeliner. I kind of got into the more scene makeup styles and I love the girls with the bright um you know their bright raccoon dyed hair and cheetah spots on it and it's like pink and purples and blues and it's teased it was so I thought that was so fucking cool I thought it was so cool they're they're like really big winged liner and I loved the gothic look too I thought goth looks were so cool because the makeup was so cool but everyone was like oh those are a bunch of fucking weirdos blah 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 but it's like no like that's art on their face that's so fucking good right and then at this era too you're in this Y2K era of pencil thin eyebrows and glossy lips and eyeshadows but you're not like having makeup makeup you know so I loved the scene this like scene look the emo scene look I loved the raccoon eyes and the like I said all the colored hair I wasn't allowed to dye my hair or do any of that. So like, I would have to like swoop. I wasn't allowed to really cut my hair either. So I had to like swoop half my hair across my head to like give me the look of bangs. And then I would just have eyeliner on the top of my eyes and then like under my eyes. And at this time, um, I think it was just whatever was the cheapest eyeliner I could get, which is probably like a wet and wild eyeliner at the time. They were probably like 98 cents. Um, And I would use that. And that's what I used for like the first year of really kind of experimenting with makeup. And at this time, I still didn't, I still don't wear lipstick because I thought lipstick made you a whore, which was like my own growing up thinking of like, that's just what everyone told me. So I just never did it, right? Um, And this time too, you don't have YouTube people really kind of, the makeup community is not really there yet. Like there's not there wasn't anyone I was watching on how to do makeup. It was mainly, you know, skits and parodies and music stuff on YouTube. Um, so once again, I'm not really knowing how to properly do anything. It's just eyeliner and doing my hair. I wasn't really allowed to have MySpace either. So I wasn't really able to look up people on my own time so when I was with my friends I'd be you know on their myspaces and I'd be looking at the girls of like you know that were running the pages and they just look so the cool the older kids I was just like wow I shouldn't be like them you know they're so pretty looking um and at this time too the popular trend was the concealer over the lips so like no one really even fucking wore lipstick anyways you wanted to have a completely nude uh, lip, which was also blows my mind. Like fucking nude lips. I hate nude lips so much. It bothers me. Like there's all these colors in the world, and you're choosing to put a flush tone color on your lips to make your lips non existent. Literally I'm pretty sure it was CoverGirls concealer stick. Um, and like not really like the lightest shade, but like whatever was close to your skin tone at the time. And it would just, you would just rub it on your lips and your lips would be non-existent. And that just like blows my mind being like, that look was so horrendous. And no one did their eyebrows at this time Like No one did their eyebrows. You would have maybe some eyeshadow, definitely concealer lips. Um, and if you wore foundation at this time, you also had foundation that would did not match your neck at all. It was like 15 shades too dark for you, you know? And so I wasn't allowed to wear foundation yet. I still wasn't really allowed to wear a lot of makeup. So I w- I could get away with eyeliner and maybe like chapstick. So I still couldn't even wear like mascara yet. And then as I got through middle school, I kind of switched my makeup look up a little bit because I kind of, you know, every year makeup kind of changes and develops and every decade it's totally different. I started wearing, I- I've kind of covered this in my middle school episode of, uh, podcast that we did there's a middle school episode stony and i did together It was quite hilarious we talk about what we did and what we looked like and it's quite funny but i wore this bright green glittered eyeshadow every day of eighth grade every single day of eighth grade um i didn't do my eyebrows but i wore mascara and i wore lip gloss um or i would wear this um l'oreal or no it was it was a wet and wild like mauve type color because i was never in a pinks because i i knew pink would make your teeth look yellow if you didn't you know have the nicest teeth um or you didn't have like the whitest you know whitest of white your your pink would make your mouth look a little weird but it was like this mauve i want to say rosy like a, a rosy mauve color that i wore too so this bright green glitter eyeshadow with mascara and then this like lipstick and that's like what i wore every day of eighth grade. Every single day of eighth grade, that's what I wore. And that was like my, you know, limit of that. And then once I got into high school, it's really where I started my makeup journey of being allowed to kind of do whatever I want. And I kind of was learning from the other older kids that I would see. But then also, like I said, I grew up in a small town. So like, n- there's not these people who are just glamorous people. They're just these small town you know kids um so i i didn't grow up in a big city where like the trends hit really fast usually the trends are like always five to six years behind um and i would kind of watch on on tvs of you know how to do things and this is also when kind of the makeup community started to grow on youtube so we started to get makeup tutorials but this wasn't the like highlight of the makeup culture in general this is also just when instagram started uh, came about too, so it's when people started posting their makeup looks. I know when I was in high school, I was posting all my makeup looks, and I, I had to unfortunately have to delete all pictures of me, um, pre-high school or in high school, like pre-18, because creeps out there. I've already kind of touched on based on that, but I don't have any public, um, and I can't because I'm under 18, and I don't want to put my, you know under 18 self out there on the internet, even if it's just a normal photo, people are crazy, like I said. Um, so I used to post my makeup looks on my Instagram um, all the time. And like, I remember when I was filtering through my stuff to like kind of archive it and not have it on my page anymore. Uh, I was like, oh my God, these are, I thought these were looks and they were just horrendous. Oh my God, they were so bad. So my makeup routine got a lot heavier um by like ninth grade when I started high school. I was able to actually wear like foundations and everything else under the sun. Like I was starting to actually be able to wear makeup now that I was, you know, I was becoming an you know, an adult. I could I was in high school now. I was a cool person in my brain, right? Um, that's what I thought. <laughs> so at this time too, the uh I'm pretty sure it was the CoverGirl, uh, Dream Dream Matt Mousse or something like that. It was the it was the Matt Mousse Foundation, um, and it was like putty. Oh my god, the texture! Like I you if you've worn it, you know exactly what it is. Like you can still smell it, but I would put that shit all over me and at this time a lot of us didn't know to blend down the neck so our cutoff was right underneath our jaw so you would be able to tell the complete difference from like the foundation to normal skin and this was what everyone used everyone used this foundation because it was you know a drugstore brand um it was popular it was just like what all the other girls or influencers or stuff, quote unquote, because I didn't really exist yet. Um, But what people were wearing. um, Oh my God. Yeah, the smell of it is just so crazy too. And I would rub it all over my face, just all over my eyebrows, all over my lips, like just smear it in with my fingers. Because then at this time still, I didn't really know to use makeup brushes. It wasn't really, like I said, I'm learning as I go. I don't know shit. No one's telling me anything. I, nothing to, Google because no one's doing really tutorials. Um and I was kind of just using what I could on a budget without, you know, I you know, like, w- cheap makeup, you know, as cheap as you could get. Um, so I'm rubbing this stuff, and this stuff lasted a while. Um, so you, I would rub this all over my face, and then it would be in my eyebrows. It would be like I was literally wearing a mask because it would come down to my jaw and it was so thick. It was so thick because I put way too much on. It was so thick. But it's also that was the texture of the the makeup in itself too. So like that's also why, you know? Like it was just a thick product. If you know, you know. And then we wouldn't I wouldn't do my eyebrows, but I would sometimes I would leave the the makeup on my lips because that was also look. Like I said the concealer look on your lips was big. Um and then uh, I started to get into more of eyeshadows. So I bought this really cheap—I uh, don't even remember the brand. I, it was like before, maybe it was like a BH Cosmetics type of brand because it was still early. Um, but it, the BH Cosmetics are is this company that has really cheap makeup, but they have really good eyeshadows because they just have a bunch for cheap um they may not be like the best and the best blendable they probably have gotten better since then but at this time not the not the greatest but it was cheap um like i said any cheap makeup i could get my hands on that's what it was and it was i had all these colors and i was like oh this is wonderful i'm gonna start putting the eyeshadow on my eyes with the little sponge that came came with it, like I said, I didn't really have brushes. didn't really notice doing. it was all like fingers and little sponge applicator things. Um, and then I would like make I would look at whatever outfit I was going to wear or that I had on. um, and I would like put the colors colors plural on my eyes and like these like striped lines. Like I'd do like red in the inner corner and then like a black in the middle, and then, like, you know, like a blue on the outer side, like whatever colors I was wearing, for example, it would just be in these like lines, straight up, you know, vertical lines. And I just thought that it's so fucking weird. And then I would put like eyeliner, I put eyeliner under my under eyes and I put it on my, you know, top, just cheap liner and then mascara. And then I also, after I did my foundation, I had powder and I used CoverGirl's loose powder and it was like three shades too dark for me. So I was like super tan in the face, and I'm obviously a pretty pale person in general, which is fine. But I had this like super dark face makeup, and then my neck was just white, and my body was white, my hands were white next to my face, and it just looked like a disaster. Um, and I, that was kind of the first kind of jumping into it, and then it was like a hassle to get my makeup off too, because there was just like it felt like there was no good way to get all of my makeup off all the time, and I played sports all the time, so I was just like. Sweating in this full face of makeup. And I was super acne prone already at the stage because you're going through puberty and all your ho- hormones and all this shit. It was just so fucking funny to me. Like that's just what I did all of the time. And then let's say sophomore year, uh flash forward, I started to get a little bit better um at makeup. Uh the beauty community is kind of coming out with more tutorials. Um, I learned to use brushes. At this point in time, I still think I have the same base um, or I'm like switching up the base to like a Rimmel London base. Rimmel London was also a, a semi cheap makeup. So they had uh, a different kind of base so like the dream uh, matte mousse or whatever kind of went away. And I used any any foundation, any drugstore foundation that had the word matte in it because I was so oily, which I still have very oily skin. Um, was was like that. I was like, oh, my God, I need to like it needs to be completely soft no shine I'm still that way <laughs> um and that's that's what I use was like a Rimmel London it came in this white tube with a purple cap and purple writing on it like Rimmel London matte foundation or something um and then I kind of dived more into blending eyeshadows a little bit better at this time eyebrows were still not really a thing so I didn't really touch them so I would have this like full face of makeup I didn't really ever contouring I never really did yet still so I just had this like blush on my cheeks this too dark foundation no eyebrows done and these like different colors on my eyes with you know eyeliner and at this time too I'm starting to do like winged eyeliner because you know all of the goth girls and the scene kids always did like a really nice flick eyeliner and I just I'm not I'm not an artist I can't draw very well in general um so like that was also a challenge for me to like learning how to get things that were like straight and a sharp wing like I still to this day you know practice and I still not the best but it's way better than it was um and the wing liner was like uh, uh, getting there. I was like doing that. So I was doing these like different colors, the mascara, the blush, the foundation, the powder, no eyebrows. That's still where it's going. I'm switching up products, putting a lipstick on every now and then nothing too crazy. Mainly just kind of like a, a neutral uh, mauve color like I have been. Um, and then junior year of high school rolls around. And this is about the time where like the makeup community on YouTube is starting to take off. Like the whole makeup culture is really shifting. It's becoming big. Everything's, you know, big and lots of makeup and different designs. And there's all these uh, YouTubers that are coming out with their own brands and yeah, you know, things like that. Right. Uh, highlighters becoming a big thing, doing your brows all the way, like super thick uh, brows were uh, a big thing during this time too. And contouring was like super, super big. So now I'm doing, I think, I'm getting into like liquid foundation in a sense. So I used to use, um, I think for a couple years from like, junior year of high school until like freshman year of college. This is a kind of this, this, this makeup routine for myself kind of stays the same. Um, so for my foundation, I used wet and Wilds photo focus foundation um, and they were $3 a piece. They smelt like paint. Like you were literally putting paint on your face. Um, that's what it smelt like, but they were so good. And there was there was never really my shade. So I bought the lightest of light shade. And then I bought like a a little bit of a lighter shade. So I would mix those together on my hand. And um, this time too, you're learning to use a sponge. So I had a sponge at this point. Um, and I'm putting the makeup on with, my, with a sponge. But yeah, the Wet n' Wild Photo Focus, it's still a really good... Um, if you're balling on a budget, guys, the Wet n' Wild uh, Photo Focus... Uh, foundation. It's a drugstore. I think it's like, it used to be 3 dollars um, It's probably a little bit more now because, you know, that's just how the world works. Um, but this foundation was a really, really, really good foundation for oily skin. Um, just in general, like, it was just a really nice coverage if you like full coverage, which I am definitely a full coverage queen when I want to be. Um, and that was like, that was my favorite. And then at this time, too, Cody Airspun was a big deal. I still use Cody Airspun, except for now it has, I think, talc in it, uh, so you have to hold your breath when you pat it all over your face, because you don't want to inhale uh, that. Uh, I definitely need to switch to another f- uh, powder, but it's been my tried and true for fucking years. You know? Like, I've been using that, that Airspun for almost 10 years. It's such a good Airspun. It's definitely a drag queen uh, trick that I learned very early on um, in my life. And I've been using it ever since. It's such a good powder. It smells uh, smells like the 50s. That's the best way to describe it. It smells like the 50s. It's just, it's such a good powder. It doesn't give you the white fat uh, flashback like you do when you're, when you, uh, and if you guys know what flashback is, it's basically when you take a photo um, and with the flash on at night, and then you can see the super white. And people, you mainly could notice it like, when people put concealer under their eyes and then they put powder underneath uh, their eyes too, if you take a photo with flash and then you can only see like white underneath these people's eyes, that's flashback. Um, those, are, those are like powders and stuff that have too much of a white flashback. Um, but I use the translucent Cody Airspun at this time, still do. Um, and it doesn't give your, your face that flashback. It gives it a nice seal. That's the best way I can describe it is like it just seals your foundation to your skin in such a beautiful way. It's great. I love it. So at this time, I'm using Wet Wild Photo Focus uh, Foundation. I'm using the Cody Airspun Powder. I'm using probably at this time, I'm using like a CoverGirl blush um, with brushes. So I bought like a cheap brush set. Nothing crazy. Um... And I kind of learned, like, that. Um, Contouring still, like, I didn't really dive into that too much. I was still just focused on the blush, the foundation, the powder. I was really trying to get my eyebrows done at this point in my life. So, like, everyone's big, giant deal was the Anastasia Beverly Hills pomade. I still, to this day, use the pomade because it's just so good, especially when you don't have any brows like everyone every female on my side of the family just has really really thin brows um so i don't have the greatest genetics on that my brows are pretty thin um but the pomade is such a good uh eyebrow thing for when you have you know just you don't really have a lot of hair there it kind of livens it up and that's what I use. so like at this time the, the brows were a really big thing so like towards the end of junior year, it's kind of when things like started getting more brow related Um, and all of these makeup companies came out with brow products and all this stuff. So uh, I'm starting to learn how to like fill in my eyebrows, nothing too crazy, but I'm at least like learning how to do it. They probably looked insane, but still the purpose of just practicing. And also winged liner was getting even bigger. So I was you pretty much every makeup look that I had, I was doing some sort of winged liner. I was never like really crazy with the like eyeshadows in general. I was just like, oh, what colors am I wearing? All right. I'm putting those colors on. Like I was never, there was never a technique to my eyeshadow at this point still. Um, and I remember like at this time in my life, I never really went anywhere unless it was like for sports. I never went anywhere without a full face of makeup. And, like, at this time in my life, I genuinely thought I looked ugly without makeup on. And to me, like, that's so sad because I feel so good without makeup on some days. You know, sometimes you have bad days where you're just fucking, you're like, God. Um, But you know what I mean? Like, at this time in my life, I felt so ugly without makeup on because I would see all these girls that just had full faces on and they were just like popping. And I felt like I got more compliments with my makeup on than I did without my makeup on. And that like really fucked with my, you know, fucking 16 year old self, just trying to navigate the world and, and be a, a, a fucking female and not understanding that a lot of it is a male gaze and you know you don't know this shit until you get older and it's it's so frustrating i remember i got bullied all of the time for wearing makeup too there was like the girlies that fucking loved it because they were like you know they loved a good full face they loved a good makeup look blah blah and then there was like the people whether it was male or female that would make fun of it and call me cake face um or they'd make the joke of like, put a makeup wipe on her, it'll come off, go get in a pool. Like, you know, the the shitty things that teenage boys say um, and teenage girls deal with um, and, and all that shit. Um, but like, I, I, I admit like it was a lot of makeup, but like, that's just like what I liked and what I liked doing at the time. So like I said, ha- some of them were the cool people that I still talk to nowadays in life that didn't care and they thought Oh, that's so cool that you, you know, you can do your makeup like that. I can't do like that. But 95% of the times it was the mascara chapstick queens that were fucking shitting on me for doing it or even trying. Um, And a lot of it were the guys bullying me because they just, I have a whole episode I want to talk about about high school boys. It'll just be my high school series in general. I think that's what uh, Stoney and I are going to start back when he comes back into the podcast um again um on a, in a couple more episodes. I think I think we're giving him like a month off, so um he'll come back in like August. Uh, I think that's when we'll do our high school series and then I can really dive into like what high school was like for me because it fucking sucked. But anyways, I was just getting bullied so much for for having the makeup and and having it on and and a lot of stuff and I just really at the point of not knowing I was autistic at that moment. Like I knew I was always so different than everybody else, like I didn't care as much because i just was doing something i really liked so i really always had the mindset of like you're just normal and i don't want to be normal so like fuck you you know like i never wanted to be a normal human i always wanted to be different and not in a different of like give me attention blah 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 It was just like i knew i always was going to do something uh different an alternative with my entire lifestyle. Like I, I didn't want to live in that small town anymore. I didn't want to get married right after high school. I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to have 40 kids. Like I was, it, it was not my gig. So I looked up to all of the. I'm not going to call them influencers because, like I said, the influencer culture is just kind of starting. Um, but I looked up to people that were living their lives and traveling around the world and you know they're they're testing out makeup products and they're doing this and they're doing that and that just was like such a big thing to me like i just really enjoyed being glamorous and the best way i could explain it is like anything dolly parton fucking says anything dolly parton says when especially when she's always like you know that's the town trash and it's like well i look really good for being trash um Kind of thing like that to where it's just like all of these people just didn't like somebody that was very into glamour or outfits and fashion and stuff like this. Like it was just a small town bullshit, right? And I really did enjoy, this is kind of like where I started, like I've always loved outfits and fashion, but like this is kind of where I started wanting to get into it more and wear different things. But also it's like I go to this bumfuck town in this school With the same people I've been going to, like, my entire life, I don't really, like, need to impress anybody. I don't care. But also, we had to dress up every now and then for events. So I would, like, dress up. Like, this was also a fucking weird thing. It's, like, we had to wear business clothes or super nice clothes for, like, basketball games. If we were, like, playing a home game, we were supposed to wear, like, business outfits. Um, so like all the girls wore heels and like skirts and pantyhose, um, and some sort of top and, or a jacket with it. And it was just so fucking weird to me that we had to get dressed up and like wear these outfits for a fucking home game that we probably were to fucking lose anyways. But do you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes the guys would do it too. Like they'd have to wear like suits or a button up and a tie or just a button up and in, in shorts or not shorts, but like uh, khakis and like nice dress shoes. And it was just fucking weird to me. Like it was just like, a, that's such a weird. I don't fucking know. It doesn't make sense. We're not in goddamn college. But anyways, this was kind of when I started wearing like outfits that I wanted to wear. So like <laughs> I remember I had this outfit. Zebra print was really big at this time, too. I wore this one out for I wore this black pencil skirt with black pantyhose and i wore these zebra pumps not like a heel not like heels i've always loved heels i've always loved high heels platform shoes like the bigger the better i was always into it but if you wear those shoes you get called a stripper a whore, a uh, trashy blah, blah blah all the words you can think of that's what it was um and i wore these zebra print heels with the pantyhose The black mini or the black pencil skirt this zebra dress top business cat like business dress top um and that's what i wore one time and i did my hair real curly and this is like when i was like also starting into like knowing how to do my hair because no one ever taught me how to do it either so like i said i was learning how to do everything by myself no one was telling me telling me how to do shit at all so i was always like curling one my hair and always had like a little clip um the makeup, full face of makeup. And I you would think that I was like 27 going to a, a a fucking nine to five job in the outfit that I had. Like Jesus. Um, but that's one of the outfits I definitely remember for sure is the zebra print outfit. And so junior year is this, it's the same kind of routine. We're getting more into eyebrows. Eyebrows are starting to like be filled in. They're very blocky. Um, very blocky, um, somewhat big. Um and that's that's kind of the look everyone's going for. So senior year of high school rolls around. And I start, like, at this point, I'm like, I'm about to become an adult. So I'm going to start, like, not necessarily caring, but kind of doing more of what I want. So at this time, too, it's I think I have kind of the same uh foundation routine the same powder my eyeshadow is getting a little bit better i'm learning how to like blend eyeshadow a little bit more uh and put the colors where they're supposed to go my winged liner is getting better i'm learning to contour a little bit um not too much mainly just like the nose contour for sure i didn't really do anywhere else yet um and then i started wearing like lipsticks like different colored lipsticks um, with outfits and that's kind of like what I started to do then I started dressing how I wanted to dress I started dressing with different outfits and like wearing things um, to school rather than just like sweatpants fucking you know sports sweats and a hoodie that they gave us um, or we had to wear on those days so like I was trying to like dress a little cuter because I just really enjoyed doing that at this moment in time and this is when the beauty community is really getting its, like, way on YouTube. It's it's very popular, you know, the Manny MUA, the Jeffree Star, the Tati Westbrook, the James Charles at this time, you know, before they all go crazy, the Nikki Tutorials. Like, all of these people are really big on YouTube, and that's kind of like when you know, you start learning more and more of how to do things. Mind you, I still don't have a lot of money for makeup, so I'm not getting to, like, buy all these things. I'm just kind of buying things here and there. And I didn't really know about expired makeup either. So I just used something until it was completely out. Like, I'm still very guilty of doing this to this day. Is like using my makeup until it is literally out, even though I probably had it for, like, three fucking years. You know what I mean? So... With the eyebrows, the Anastasia Beverly Hills was so expensive. So I wasn't really able to get it at the time. Um, So, ELF, which is also really good, really, really, really good drugstore makeup brand, is ELF. Um, They had this eyebrow set that had a pomade and a powder and a little mirror and a little uh, eyebrow brush inside. I still, to this day, have this ELF eyebrow pomade little, uh, I forget what they're called. Oh my God. Uh, a compact. There we go. Uh, this little compact, right? I still have this. There is nothing in the little trays inside this compact, but the mirror is absolutely impeccable. I don't know what it is about it, but I can literally do my mascara so well on there. I can do my eyebrows so well with this Little square compact, I think they still sell it, but it is just so fucking good. I don't know how to explain it. It just is so so, so good. It's probably because I've been using it for so long, and I've never used anything else to do my eyebrows on. It's just I can see perfectly, I can see the details. It's not like super up close like you can really only see your eyebrows. it's just it's like where you put it it's just it's perfect, it's fucking great, so that's what I use. That's what I still use to this day. so that's what i did i I used elf a lot um. This time, too, we're learning about, oh, primers. Gotta put your primers on. So I think at this time, I used, like, an Elf primer. And at this time, Elf was still, like, getting started in a sense of, like, getting popular. It wasn't, like, the best quality makeup at this time. Now, Elf is, like, so fucking good. Elf is so great. A lot of their products are so fucking good. But, like, then, they were still, like, eh. So, um... I used an e.l.f. primer, I remember. That's when I kind of started getting into primers. So I would use the e.l.f. primer. Uh, I was still using my Wet n Wild Photo Focus foundation. Still using my Coty Airspun powder. I started getting in more into eyeshadow palettes. So I would buy, you know, the 32 colored $10 palettes during like Christmas sales or something. Um, Because at this time I had a job too. I was starting to spend some of my money on makeup um whenever it wasn't being used for bills or you know college things i needed or trips that i needed to go on or gas money you know what i mean um i started diving into like more colored makeup and um i was doing more blending with my eyeshadows and kind of watching like these youtube videos of like how to do makeup and i was like following along so like i said senior in high school Um, and that's, like, when I really started, like, taking off with, like, I really enjoy makeup. Like, I really enjoy doing my face all the time. Um, so, flash forward to my freshman year in college and my sophomore year of college. Um, I started doing more of my makeup. I really started getting into, uh looks, like actual makeup looks. Nothing crazy like professional makeup people can do, but I was just for me, I was like doing it. Um and at this time I was still a really broke college kid. I didn't really get help very much from at all. Um so like all the money that I'd make for you know working my two jobs, I two or three jobs depending, um, was either going to my college bills of like paying tuition, books, gas in my car um, or rent as well, being off, you know, off campus. So like, you know, starting to become, a, you know, being an adult, paying bills, pay, do, taking care of everything, groceries, food, things like that, right? So any, make- any, any leftover money that I had that I just was like, okay, I need to re up on my makeup. I started uh, buying a little bit better quality makeup because it was starting to last a little bit longer. And that's kind of what i that's kind of what I did for a while, and it was starting to get to like you have a lot of these youtubers in the makeup community releasing their own makeup at the time, and it was like worth more than diamonds a lot of like a lot of these make like a lot of these makeup rooms were just selling out, and they were just doing it. They were really, really, really doing it at this time um and I started diving more into like highlighter was like a really big thing. Um, and a lot of, like, I started to really fall in love with makeup and enjoy putting a full face on and not really worrying too much, uh, about what people think. And just like I said, having fun with it. I was wearing a lot of different colored lipsticks at this time. I was using NYX NYX. NYX is also a really good, uh, brand. I don't think you can get them at drugstores, but I think you can get them at like Ulta. They're a, they're a cheaper, a brand not gonna say the cheapest but they're a cheaper brand and they came out with these uh I love a good liquid lip liquid lips are just like my shit I love a good liquid lip um because liquid lips are like lipsticks but the lipsticks would always come off and I was always so worried about like kissing people or eating and then it would just like you would have these like lipsticks just smeared all of your face and for somebody who wore a full face of makeup that was really 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 difficult I didn't want it to smear. I wanted my shit to look good. I wanted it to look set. I was like, I was a girly, right? I was like, ah. Uh. So the most expensive things that I would buy when I would have to re-up all my makeup was the Urban Decay All-Nighter Setting Spray because that's what I used and still use to this day. Um, It just sealed your face. It would get me through parties at college. Uh, it would last me all through night, you know, my one night stands or sweating or working out or like doing whatever. Like It just like, it stuck, right? So I'm still using the Wet n' Wild Photofocus Foundation at this time because um, that's still cheap. Uh, I think I would splurge, and I bought the Anastasia Beverly Hill Dip Brow as well. I think the Urban Decay and the Dip Brow, the uh, ABH Dip Brow, were, like, the only two things that I really, like, spent a lot of money on. And, like, the... I think the Dip Brow is, like, $30 and the uh setting sprays 32 dollars um but that would i would i'd make it last The, the the pomade still lasts me like a really long time um but the setting spray like i would make that last too so i started getting into like palettes really started coming out of like blush palettes highlighter palettes things like that um and I, I remember, I think I bought a blush palette from NYX and it had like different color blushes. So I was like experimenting with this. This is also where I started to really get into contouring the cheekbones, contouring the forehead, underneath the chin, the nose, under the lip. Like this is where I really, really, really dove into contouring. So I would have full face of makeup. Eyeshadows looking great and blended. Eyeliners still looking like winged eyeliner. I got my mascara. I started uh contouring. I wore the highlighter. Um, I think a lot of this was like NYX products at this time. And I really started diving into uh wearing false eyelashes. Um and for the longest time I always struggled with wearing false eyelashes, not because they were getting my way, but like I my eyes were sensitive to like glues and I didn't like the Ardell all black glue because then it would just get black all over my fucking eyeshadow that i just spent time doing. Um and then I found the Kiss Aloe vera sensitive eye glue. It's still what I use to this day. It's the only eye glue that I can use to this day. Um and I would buy um the like 30 pack of cheap eyelashes off Amazon and I would just wear those. And at this time I didn't know to cut my lashes. I didn't know nothing. I just like stuck the lash out of the box and onto my eye with a glue. Um, and that worked. It didn't probably didn't look the best, but it worked. And that was that, that was my first two years of college. So end of like sophomore year into my junior year of what would have been my junior year of college. um, I started really getting into makeup. This is like probably 2017 at this point. This is like where I really started to get into makeup. I was like, you know, I really enjoy all of these um, YouTubers and the beauty community on YouTube. I think I'm going to, why not? Why not try to make YouTube videos? So at this time too, I'm in a really bad relationship It is uh, miserable. So this also was kind of my outlet. This is also where I really dove more into my sex work as well. I was doing uh, camming a lot more. Uh, So I was camming quite a bit. I was doing, you know, the whole... uh, It was like before OnlyFans. So you were doing like Snapchat or just selling nudes. you know, as well. Um, But I was doing a lot of camming at this time. Um, So at this time, I was making enough money from camming and my uh, other side work that I was doing that I could quit my nine to five jobs that I have. And technically they weren't nine to fives. I had three jobs, including that one at this time. It was a lot. And I finally got to a place to where I was able to make enough money to pay my bills and have like some extra money. Um, and that was good. So I was like, sweet, I don't really even need to have these jobs anymore. I can, you know, do that. So as I'm real, like making a little bit more money with what I, with the, the side jobs that I'm doing with my camming, um, at this time, I was really getting into makeup. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start. I'm gonna, like, I want to be a beauty YouTuber. Like, I want to really get into that. I think I'm funny. I think I can present a product well. And I started doing makeup reviews. So I would go to my uh, job that started at like five in the morning. And I got off at like three to go to classes on most days. Or I would have classes all day and then come in after I get off classes. And that was like, that was my day. And then at night when I like, before I need to go to bed, like at this time too, I was camming at nights till like three in the morning. And then I would get like maybe two or three hours of sleep and then have to go to either class all day or I'd go to work all day and then class. So like m- my sleep pattern was so off. I was doing so much all of the time. And then on the days that I didn't work, like on the weekends, I was filming, editing, uh, doing more camming, cause those are the weekends. That's where you make your big money. Yeah, it was a lot. So like I would I started getting more creative with where I worked. Um I started wearing uh more different like I started kind of trying out different foundations because I had the extra money to kind of like buy the nicer makeup and it was like unbelievable for me at this time in my life because I never like Ulta was kind of like an expensive store that wasn't really like a store we get to. We get our makeup at Walmart, you know? Like we don't we don't even go to a Walgreens because it's more expensive there. Like we would go to Walmart and get our 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 my makeup. And going to an Alta was like a specialty. Um and I got to go to Ulta and I got to I think I spent like 300 dollars at Ulta one time. And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. And I got these like kind of high end makeups that everyone, you know, all the beauty gurus wear. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like I can't wait to go home and try it. And I was so in love with the quality of the makeup too. Like I was just in such awe of like, wow, like this is what it feels like this is what a foundation feels like. Like a real one. You know, not this three dollar foundation, but like this is this is what it's like. So I remember I bought uh The two foundations that I bought because they were very popular at the time were the Too Faced foundation and then I bought the Kat Von D uh, foundation as well. Two of the worst foundations I've ever tried in my life, by the way, highly don't recommend any Too Faced foundation. I highly don't recommend really any Kat Von D products either. Um, I just don't think they're the best quality. I don't think they're great. I I think the price is just like meh for what you're getting. Um and then I got to try the Laura Laura Mercier uh loose powder, which is like $40 for this 0.32 ounces of powder when your Cody Airspun When your Cody Airspun powder is like six ounces for nine dollars. Like I uh, the cody airspun is just as good as laura Mercier. all right let's just let's just put it there don't waste your money on that either um and i felt like since i used so much powder for my entire face i was going through it so quickly that was just it, it's not worth it to me i still don't think it's worth it to me even if i had all the money in the world i still wouldn't go buy and buy go back and buy that powder um morphe was really big on their eyeshadow palettes at this time too so i had like Four different Morphe palettes because they were like $20 each or less than that, depending if you got them on sale or not, which was really, really, really awesome because you could, you know, you do the Christmas, the Black Friday deals and uh, Christmas and Cyber Mondays and like all that stuff, right? So I would buy these products most of the time on sale or if they had new palettes coming out, they'd be putting the old palettes on sale. So I was like, uh, I had so many all points of just like knowing when to buy things, when not to buy things. Um, And I started collecting my makeup. So I started wearing more makeup to uh, my regular job at this time. And I was able to get a little bit more creative with it. I started wearing different colored lipsticks, which my favorite lipsticks of all time, the Liquid Lips, Jeffree Star's uh, Liquid Lipsticks are the best lipsticks I have ever had in my entire life. I still wear them to this day. Uh, I know a lot of people do not like Jeffree or uh, are fond of them. I don't, I'm not a big fan of them. I'm still releasing, like, all of his products are so fucking good. It's hard not to use them. And I had uh, so many Jeffree Star lipsticks. I still have so many Jeffree Star liquid lips because they're so good. They last so long. And the, like, on your lips, it's just unreal. The formula... Is unreal. So if any lipstick that you see in any of my photos that I've ever had, it's Jeffree Star's Liquid Lips. There's so many of colors of them. It stays matte. It stays on day. It doesn't rub off. It doesn't go anywhere. Like, just so you guys know, that is what I wear on my lips. Jeffree Star Liquid Lips. So I'm, I'm diving into a lot of Jeffree's cosmetics because it's just so fucking good. So, like, I got the lipsticks his highlighter was so fucking good i used to buy um the circles they're little like pink big circles there's so much product for the price like that is one thing like him being somebody that didn't have a lot of money he knows that no one's gonna pay out the ass for makeup and his makeup reviews are so honest um and that's what i i love about it too is like all of their reviews were so so honest that you knew what products to buy and what not to buy and that's kind of like what i wanted to be as a, a makeup youtuber too like i wanted to be like i wanted to make sure people knew what they were getting um and i wasn't lying about it you know i'm not getting paid to do this shit. i'm not reviewing products just to because somebody sent it to me yeah. i was buying these products all on my own um so at this like nine to five i'm starting to like experiment with makeup more i'm starting to like have a full face of foundation on because I'm wearing the two faced born this way foundation, the Kat Von D foundation. Um, those two, I would not recommend. I don't like, like them at all. Um, Estee Lauder's, uh, double wear was amazing i still think it's great my shade was bone that's what i wore um it was flawless on my face i thought it looked so good it just hit my skin tone perfectly it smelled good it stayed on it was long lasting it was full coverage it was the shit all right i highly recommend estee lauder's uh, double wear foundation it's great it's great and then like the foundation sticks became really popular and Anastasia beverly hills released the sticks and I uh, had those. I fucking hated those. I don't like stick foundation. I'm a liquid. I'm a liquid foundation girly through and through. Um, and then I discovered once Rihanna released her Fenty Beauty line in 2017, I found the holy grail of fucking foundations. And everyone's skin tone is different, but by goddamn. It's the best foundation I have ever had. And I have not used, it is 2023. I have not used another foundation since then. I have been using Rihanna's Fenty Beauty Pro Filter Foundation since it came out. Since it came out. I will not use anything different. It melts on my skin. It looks so good all fucking day. It looks good in all the lighting. It looks good in all the fucking lighting. It's just so melts with my face it's so lightweight it doesn't feel like you're wearing anything at all and I'm obviously not fucking sponsored by Rihanna they don't send me free shit it's just like that is how much I love this goddamn foundation it's so good like I said been using it for over five years now I just can't get over how it makes my skin feel because if you are a full face makeup girly or have worn full face makeup You understand that that shit feels heavy and it feels like you're wearing shit on your face. Rihanna got it so right. She got it so right. So the Pro Filter Foundation, 100% is a must-have. If you use any liquid foundation, it's $32. It's a big container, a good amount of foundation into it for the price. So like, I am willing to pay the $32 every time I need a foundation, which is you know, very rare because I, you know, I don't go through it all the time. It just depends also how much you use it. But I, whenever I put my makeup on, which is quite often, it, it's, it's fucking great. If you guys get anything from this video, go out and buy, go get yourself, you know, go to a store. I mean, I just guessed because I've been doing this for so long. I knew what my shade was and I could just figure it out by looking at the products online and kind of guessing. I've never been wrong about that either, but go get yourself the Fenty Beauty. ProFilter foundation. I also recommend after all of the primers that I've used ever, and I've used so many, go get the Pro Filter primer. It's basically the primer that goes with the foundation. Most of the times when you have foundation, guys, you want to make sure that your primer is basically the same brand of your foundation. Um, And it's the same kind of chemical that goes with it too. So usually... The brand makes sure that their primer is fit for their foundation. If you're mixing br- primers and foundations, you can run into the ingredient problem to where, oh, this ingredient this foundation's made of this, and this primer's made of this, so it's not going to stick or melt together very well. So yeah, just always try to do that try to stick to the same brand of foundation as your uh, br- same brand primer as your foundation. anyways, Rihanna came out with that, and that changed my that changed my world. That was the only foundation I used. Um, So at this time, like I said, I'm doing my normal nine to five at this one job. I'm putting my makeup on early in the mornings because this job's at like 5 a.m. Like I said, till like 3 p.m. I'm taking a year off from college classes at this time. It's like summer. Um, Let's say it's like going into the fall of... 2017 or that like summer or like whatever like it was around 2017 to 2018. Um I started making YouTube videos. Um and I would film and I'd make vlogs sometimes and I would like vlog my day with the person I was with at the time who's a horrible human being. Fuck that guy. Um and I would start doing makeup reviews. So what I would do is like I would get really excited. I would watch a bunch of makeup videos and like most of the bigger YouTubers at this time would get the new products early. So they would let us know like, hey, here's this product. I don't really like it or I like it because they're getting paid to say so they like it. And then they would let you know like, hey, this comes out, whatever. Or you would just follow these makeup accounts on Instagram um, and they would just, you know, promote their product like this is coming out, this is coming out. So you would be on your computer at like midnight on the dot, ready to uh, check out that product because it would sell out and then you have to wait months and months before the company would make it again to be out again so i i stayed on top of that i got a lot of the new makeup i would get uh all of the anastasia beverly hills uh glow kits which were like highlighters and they always had four in a little package um and i would buy like those every time they come out i would buy Almost every new Jeffree Star product that would come out, like whether it was I would I buy liquid lipsticks that I wanted, the colors that I wanted, or I'd buy like an eyeshadow palette from them. I would buy Morphe's eyeshadow palettes. Uh, I would buy like you know any of the the Too Faced holiday things that come out, like any makeup like that. I was really on top of it like that, and then I would take my makeup and I would have my whole little filming set up. Um, and I would co- record YouTube videos and I would take my time to edit them and make them fun. And I would put them up on YouTube and they're no longer available anymore. I deleted them like a couple years ago. Um, but yeah, I just like went on there and I did makeup. My makeup, I would do makeup on camera, and I'd like review the product. Product honestly, and I like I had a good amount of people watching, and I thought that was really fun. And I had a lot of people from my hometown that would watch um and enjoy it because then that would be like, you know, makeup that they wanted to use, and it was great. It was it was a great little time of me like really feeling like a makeup influencer and enjoying doing makeup, getting the new stuff. And I, like, I had a makeup room too. Uh, one of our bedrooms um, at the time, because I lived with the my partner at the time, the really shitty guy. And I lived with one of my friends. Um, she had a room. We had our own bedroom. Like everyone kind of had their own room. So like my own room was my makeup room and my camming room. Um, so I would, I had like the <laughs> cheap, uh, there were there were like Alex drawers from IKEA. They were like the white ones or whatever that every makeup influencer had. But I had the cheap version, which were the cheap ones on on Amazon, and I used those. And I had all my makeup stored in there. And then I had all the like palette boxes and things that I would get from collections, like up on shelves. And like that was like, and I had my clothes in there on racks. And it was like it was a little beauty room for myself. And I really in- really enjoyed that. Like I said, it was also my camming room. So when I wasn't filming YouTube videos um, or being at work, I was also camming on the side. So like that was also really fun because what I would do kind of in my routine was I would put my makeup on on a YouTube video um, and then maybe like do my hair if I was doing a hairstyle video or just like, you know, I was just pretending to be a fucking beauty influencer. All right. um, So that's what I did. And then after that, I'd be done and I would already be ready for that night to do my camming. So I already have my makeup on, I already had my hair done and I would just have to put an outfit on and then do my my business on camming and make money that way too. So like I said, I was making an, a little bit of extra money to be able to spend some money on this new makeup and have this makeup last me forever. Um, and I loved it and it was so much fun and that was such a great time. So it's like, I'm doing all kinds of look at this point. It's like, I'm doing colored eyeliner, I'm doing colored eyeshadow, like big cut creases and i'm doing uh lots of highlighter and i'm contouring like crazy and p- reviewing these foundations and powders and it just it was so much fun to do cuz i was giving like tutorials of how i do my shit and everyone does their shit differently and it was just really nice and that was a really like fun time for myself and an outlet for me because i was having such a miserable time in the relationship that i'm in my life was like just i was in a very toxic abusive environment so that was like my outlet that i got to do um and have fun with was my makeup and i i just i loved it so after um you know doing a little bit that for a while and i finally broke up with my abusive ex at the time finally broke up with him um, and then I kind of stopped doing the vlogs and the makeup videos and things like that. You know, like, after being in a relationship for, you know, over three years, you're kind of in this aspect of, like, what's next? What do I do? Blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, life's crazy. I don't I don't know what I'm going to do. So I moved into an apartment by myself with my two dogs Um, and had to basically, like, figure my life out because everything I thought I was going to do with this person, like, what I was gonna do for college, what I was about to, you know, gonna go graduate with. All of this stuff was also centered around his life too. So like, it was it was a big deal. Like I didn't know what I was doing, right? So I kind of stopped doing the makeup vid- videos. I stopped doing that. And I kind of was just like, all I can do now is work. So this was about the time too. I was still doing camming and um, just kind of online sex work and i worked at spirit halloween as well i did a, we did a whole episode of that i think it's like episode 2 or 3 it's uh let me see your resume that's the podcast episode but it talks about every job i've ever had um and i worked at spirit halloween and i had fun with my makeup there too like i would i was got to be an assistant manager so i had to be there a little bit earlier and do a bunch of the other stuff which was stupid and fucky-wucky and you can hear all about that um but i was there like doing my makeup. Um, I would started to like dabble in different looks because it was like Halloween and I was like having fun with that. And like the makeup of, in the culture of that aspect, you know what I mean? Um, and then I uprooted my life and went on a big journey and here I am today. Right. Uh, that's another episode I'm doing uh, in a couple, uh, in a couple weeks, uh, Conway becoming Conway. I'll go into more detail about that, but we're here to talk about makeup. So, anyways, the makeup kind of stayed the same, kind of like the influencer makeup culture has changed from 2014 to 2023. That's literally almost 10 years, a whole decade of like just how makeup has transformed. And like, there's not a lot of makeup beauty influencers anymore or it's the same people. Um it's not like really into it on YouTube anymore. Everyone's doing uh tick TikTok tutorials or just TikTok uh makeup transformations and things like that. Like it it's it's a different environment. And people have kind of straight away From heavy makeup use, and we're kind of going for the what everyone calls the clean girl aesthetic. And I fucking hate that. I hate that word. I like, I like, I think it's gross. It just, it's, it gives me the ick, right? But it's like very, very bushy brows, no makeup really. The no makeup look. The no makeup, makeup look. That's the best way to describe it. It's where you look like you have no makeup on, but you actually have quite a bit of makeup on but it's the big bushy brows and all of the the high schoolers now are using like soap to lay down their brows and make their brows bushy or uh they're everyone's kind of relying more on a natural look um some people still do their makeup crazy and cosplays and do art on their face and i think that's so fucking cool that's the community that like i like I'm no natural girly on that aspect. It's like, no, I like to put a face on. I like to do colors and mess around with stuff. Even though, like I said, I'm not an artist. I wish I could, like, draw. I wish I could spend seven hours of drawing a fucking mosaic on my face. But I can't. I'm just not that talented, no matter how hard I can try. It's um, not a bone in my body. I have a lot of creative ideas up here in this dome of mine. But I don't have anything that is like that. So, to kind of tell you guys how it's been, it's like I have literally tried almost every high-end makeup. I've tried tons of low-end makeup. I've tried... uh cheap expensive name brand non-name brand things that were recommended things that are hidden like i'm still discovering different makeup and it's fucking wonderful i love that i love that i'm still discovering makeup love putting a full face on god like no one loves putting makeup on but everyone loves the way makeup looks after you get done doing your makeup like you know what i mean if you know what i mean so my makeup routine for now i will tell you as of you know, June 2023. This is still what I'm doing to this day. Um, first of all, you have got to have a sunscreen. Some sort of uh, SPF on your face. Uh, I use uh, acetophil uh, sunscreen. Um, you could shove that on your face, slap it on, lather it on your skin. Then, I use a setting spray. I use an elf setting spray uh, underneath as the base. So, I put the... the sunscreen basically on the sunscreen lotion spf just to protect your skin and it also keeps your skin from aging as well i put that shit on i use my little setting spray underneath to give it a little base um and then i put my Fenty beauty pro filter primer on put that bitch on like i've still been using it since 2017 lather that bitch on and then i use my setting spray once again and then i whip out my my fan and i Little, my little hand fan, and I just let that sit in my skin until it gets a tad bit tacky. And by tacky, I mean where it's like almost dry, but it still feels a little wet on your skin. That's like the perfect time. Then I take my Fenty Beauty Pro Filter Foundation, put a little globby glob of that. I take my wet beauty blender, I use the Real Technique blenders, not the actual name brand beauty blenders cuz they're fucking overpriced for no reason. I use the orange real technique sponge, all right? It works great. I've been using that since like 2017, so I think they're great. Um and I wet it with warm water, so you wet that with warm water and then you take it and you dab it on the makeup and then you just put it all over your face with tapping. Tap 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 tap. Blend it all into your skin and then I get it all down my neck. So wherever like the start of my collarbone is, that's makeup. It's all on the side of my neck. It's here. It's like, it's blended. It looks great. My foundation color matches my skin so well, you wouldn't ever be able to tell. It's so fucking nice. All right. So then I do that. Then after I put my liquid foundation on, I use my Tarte Shape Tape Concealer. This has been very popular since 2016. I've tried all kinds of concealers. I've even tried the Revlon Twist one with a little sponge on top. I don't think it works as well. I've tried uh, even more expensive name brand uh, concealers. I don't think they work so well. I've tried the low end I don't think they work so well, but the Tarte Shape Tape has never failed me. It fucking is great, especially if you get really creasy under your eyes, because that's just how my eyeballs and my skin work, so I think it's great. So I put my concealer on, my Tarte Shape Tape that is uh, a couple shades lighter than my foundation, put that on, blend it all out, and then I take my Cody Airspun in Translucent, And I powder the shit out of my face. All over my face. All over my face. all my neck. Because I'm an oily bitch. And I can't just be like, ooh, under my eyes. Like, no. It is a matte drag queen base here. All right? Completely covered. Then, after that, I will take my... I am now using... uh, For the longest time, everyone used uh, the Hoola Bronzer from Benefit. That was like the go-to uh bronzer and I've tried the physician's formula butter bronzer it's too orangey with my skin it just doesn't look very well um so I tried the Hoola benefit bronzer light because I'm a pale bitch the light always works my skin and then Trixie Cosmetics came out with uh their bronzers and I fucking used the shit out of uh the shade 1 and 3 um, I put shade one on first on my cheekbones, underneath my chin, my lip, my nose, my forehead. Perfect. Then I take the darker shade and kind of uh, light, put a little more darker on the outer parts to just kind of give it some depth. That's what I use, Trixie Cosmetics bronzer. It's fucking beautiful. The formula is amazing. Wow, love it. Then I take whatever blush I'm using. Sometimes I use an eyeshadow as blush, depending on like my color palette, and other times I use Trixie's Cosmetics. Um, blush. It's fucking great too. I absolutely love it. It has two different colors and I just mix them together and I just shove it on my face and it's wonderful. So once you have your, your bronzer on, you have your, your foundation, your primer, your your powder, your bronzer, your blush, Um, then I move over to highlighter because I still do highlighter in this day and age. Sometimes it's Trixie Cosmetics. Sometimes it's an Anastasia Beverly Hills one from like I think 2019, maybe 2018 that I still have that I use. Um, and that, that's kind of like, that's kind of that. And then for my brows, um, obviously I take a fucking makeup wipe and I wipe off my lips and I wipe off my brows from the fucking foundation that's on me. Otherwise it'll just mix the foundation look weird. So I do that. And then I take this brand new, I've started doing it like recently, I would say for a couple months now, um, this got to be glue brow gel, because if you know got to be glue has the best, uh, gel for your hair, whether you're gluing down a wig cap, um, or putting a wig cap on yourself, freezing your hair, it's fucking great. So they made a, a they made a eyebrow gel because that's a big thing. People were using soaps. I know a lot of the bigger companies, makeup brand companies, have, like, actual freeze gel that they use. But the Gotta Be Glue, it's, like, $8. It looks like a mascara tube. Um, It's brow gel. And I just rub that on, and it sticks my brows kind of up and in place so they look a little bit more bushier. Like I said, I don't have a lot of fucking eyebrow hair in the first place. So you guys could probably get away with literally not even having to do anything with your eyebrows except for just putting them up in place with the Gotta Be Glue. Uh, eyebrow gel so then i let that dry a little bit and then i use my anastasia beverly hills dip pomade um and i do my eyebrows and then i have like an eyebrow pencil that's or like an eyeliner like a brown eyeliner black eyeliner, whatever color your hair is you can use it and you make little hairs at the front of your your eyebrows if you don't have any i don't have any so i gotta do that and then uh since it the pomade is still kind of shiny sometimes i like to take the bronzer that i just used on my face and since my hair is red i'll put like a little bit of uh bronzer in my eyebrows to kind of make them a little bit more mattifying and they stay on longer too because not only are you putting that pomade on you're putting a powder over it so then it seals it um you don't have to do that but that's what i do to make my eyebrows stay on longer especially like if I'm not wearing a full face, I do that, and it just works really well. And then um, I'll move over to, like, uh, eyeshadow. So I'll do, like, whatever eyeshadow at the time. I have, Um, let's see, what do I have? I have a Jacqueline Hill palette. I still have one of those. It's a smaller palette um, that I use. I have a Prado's Beauty palette. Uh, they're an indigenous-owned makeup company. They're fucking awesome. Their eyeshadows and their makeup is absolutely insane. Kratos Beauty, go check them out. P-R-A-D-O-S Beauty. Absolutely amazing. So fucking good. Uh, I have their palette. It's so awesome. It has so many colors. I use that quite a bit. I still have my Jeffree Star palettes. I have the red one, which is like the Blood Sugar palette, I have the green one, I have the blue one, um, and those are, like, the ones that have all reds, all greens, all blues, so I use those whenever I have those colors in the scheme. I have the Trixie and Katya, uh, palettes, so I have both of those, um, and those are kind of just when you have all the colors and you have good formulas for them, you don't really got to buy any more palettes. You're kind of just rock and roll on what you have. Um, and that's kind of what I use for eyeshadows, any of those. Um, eyeliners, I use... Um, so after I put my eyeshadow on, eyeshadow on um, and before... Uh, no, no, after I put my eyeliner on. So I'll put my eyeliners on. I use Matte Lashes, uh, which is a company that has... I only use their black and their white, but it's, uh, anything that has a water activated liner, it's so good. I used to use, uh, eyeliner pencils. I used to, uh, use Stila's waterproof eyeliner pencil or eyeliner, liquid eyeliners. Um, I think all the liner pencils or liquid liner pins, I guess you could say pins, just don't work as well as like a water activated liner or something that's like kind of a gel in a pomade anything that's in a little jar it's solid um so I use the company's called matte lashes um but they have lashes I don't use their lashes I just use their white and their black liner um I use that um and then now I just got I think like a couple days ago so I've only had to use them a handful of times but oh my god they're fucking amazing I'm obsessed with it um, glisten cosmetics they're a brand in the uk g-l-i-s-t-e-n glisten cosmetics they have these i mean they have every fucking color liner you could think of um i bought the tubes because the tubes not only can be used as liner they can just be used as lipsticks they can be used as face paint so, like, that's what I've been using, and I can't wait to do some more, like, bigger cosplays where I want to, like, paint my entire face green or red or purple or, like, do an ombre look for my Halloween looks this year. Like, I fucking can't wait. I was Last year, I was having to use white face paint and then, like, put, found, put eyeshadows all over and just really blend the eyeshadows to make it look like... It just looked horrible in, picture, in person, but it looked fantastic on camera. That was my secret for last year. But this year, Glisten's Cosmetics... It's a UK brand. It's so fucking good. They come in these tubes. It's so pigmented. Um, It stays on. It dries quickly while you're putting it on. Um, And you can use that to like draw on your face, eyeliners, full-on face paints, uh, whatever you need to do. But highly recommend them. I bought all of the color tubes. So like the red, orange, green, yellow, blue, purple, pink, white, brown, and black. So I have fucking like 10 or so colors now and they're they're amazing I think I paid like 60 dollars for all of that um and they're gonna they last a little goes a long way and I'm big on using a lot all the time but a little goes a long fucking way so that's what I've been using as well as like eyeliners because I'm trying to get into more colorful eyeliners um and then after I put my eyeliner on I spray my face with Urban Decay's All Nighter I really need to buy uh the Blends face spray i need to buy krylons face spray i need to buy anything other than the urban decay setting spray i've just been using it for so long and i still have a bottle so i've just been trying to run out of it before and then like try to order something else um but like that just it's is so good on my face that's like what i use right And I've tried so many face sprays. I tried the Morphe face sprays. I don't think they work as well as the Urban Decay one does. I heard that the Blend one works really well and the Krylon works really well because the Krylon is what drag queens use. So I was like, oh, I could use that. And then I heard Patrick Starr's One Size Fits All makeup brand, his setting spray works really well. So I was like, oh, fuck, maybe I want to try that. I don't know. I'm still like, whatever. But so once I do my full face, I put my eyeliner on before I do my mascara lashes, spray your whole fucking face with setting spray, spray it down, get yourself wet, get yourself a little hand fan and just fan your face and let it just sit in until it is completely dry. Then I will put my top lash mascara on only your top lash mascara. Why, Conway? Well, I'll tell you why. Only the top uh, line, top mascara on your top lashes. Because if you put them on your bottom lashes and then you're trying to like put your fake lashes on, if you wear fake lashes, uh, the bottom lashes get all over your fucking uh, eyes because you're like looking down and you're moving your eyes around for, for the fucking lashes. All right. Top lashes only. Put your mascara on first. All right. Then uh, the lashes I've been using for the past four years now has been hell bites beauty they are the only lashes I have used um in four years uh I think when I'm doing like cosplay ones or if I'm wearing makeup that's gonna get my lashes a little gross or if I'm you know getting a facial um and I don't want to ruin a good pair of lashes um I use hell bites beauty um and they're my favorite serpent is my favorite style envy is also my favorite style but holy shit, if you struggle with lashes, definitely try these. Um, it's not sponsored anyway. Uh, nothing like this. None of this shit is. I just really like these products, and I want you guys to know it as well. Um, but Hell Bites Beauty is a small business. They are, their other lashes are so fucking good. I don't know what's in it. It's like, it's insane. I have tried so many lashes. I used to wear Eyler's Curly Queen, uh, Jasmine's Curly Queen. Eyler, yeah. Eyler's, whatever her name was, Jasmine something. In the style Curly Queen, those were like the lashes I used all of the time. Um, I don't really use those anymore. I still have them sometimes, like because you know when you have a lot of makeup and then you just don't use them. It just yeah, I still have some um, left over that I use. I would say I haven't worn them in years since ever since I discovered Hellblight's Beauty, I haven't worn them. Um, and then I have like my what I call my my cosplay lashes, which are if I'm doing a look that I know is gonna get messy or you, just kind of throwaway lashes, I buy like Amazon lashes really cheap pack of 25 that I used to use in college. I use those when I know I'm about to take them right off and throw them in the trash. But when I'm wearing, like, when I'm doing a look, which is most of the time when I'm doing a real look, Hell Bites Beauty, uh, usually Serpent or Envy, those are the styles I wear. I mean, I I have the big, big, big ones, and I have the really small ones. I've bought them for friends before. Um, my friends have said they loved them. Um, and those are people who don't wear false lashes, false lashes all the time. Uh, but somebody who has, like, been through so many false lashes... I have an eye sensitive problem, sensitivity problem. So the Kiss uh, Aloe Vera Sensitive Eye Glue, it's the only eye glue I use. I take my Hellbites Beauty lashes, I trim them to the size. And even if you don't need to trim them because your eyes are big or they just fit automatically, take some scissors, some like tiny scissors if you have them, and cut the very ends off of the tabs where the like little bottom part of the lashes that you put on your eye cut that off the ends so you don't have a little thing poking you in the eye that's the biggest issue everyone has that they don't fucking do that will save you time you'll be able to put your lashes on no problem all right so i put my lashes on they're fucking great and then once you put the glue on wait 45 seconds before you shove your eye your eyelash on your eye People always do that too. People will apply lashes with wet glue and then wonder why their lashes won't stay on. I still have a little issues with my lashes sometimes because I have such sensitive eyes. Sometimes my lashes want to be on and sometimes my eyes water so bad because they're just, they just don't like anything on their face. So it fucks up my whole makeup. You know, I'm getting, you know, whatever. But most of the time, I would say 95% of the time, um, People mess up is because they put too much glue on and the glue's still wet and they put it on their eye and it won't stick. And then they're like, well, I can't do false lashes. False lashes. That's your reason. Cut your lashes, put them on, let the glue dry 45 seconds to a minute, let it get tacky, then shove that bitch on and then your lashes will stay and you'll have no fucking issues, all right? So then once those are on, I squeeze my lashes together with my f- fake lashes. I do a little squeezy, 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 squeezy on my eyes. And then then only then I will put on my bottom mascara. The bottom mascara is the very last thing I will do at, like on my face pretty much. But because if you're moving around your eyes or your eye waters a little bit, even if you have waterproof mascara and you just put the mascara on and your your eye your falsies fuck up, you're getting that mascara on your on your bottom on your fucking cheekbone there. You know, it's just it's running. It's it's gross. Um, it sucks. Then you gotta redo, and you're f- you're like, I fucked up my makeup. Blah, blah blah. Been there, done that. I'm trying to save you some time. All right. So that's that. Um, and then I put on my lipstick. Whether it's uh, a Trixie Cosmetic lipstick or it's uh anything Jeffrey Star Cosmetics liquid lip in any fucking shade, because I pretty much have all the colors. Um, that's what I use. That's what I use. I don't l- use a lip liner. Uh, I kind of overline my lips a little bit. I used to get made fun of all the time for overlining lips. But once I got lip injections, um, you know, that just worked for me. I just have big lips now too, which is lovely. I need to get them redone this year because it's been like two years since I've got them done. Um, but anyways, I... Put my liquid lip on, and then I like rub my lips together, and then it kind of marks the height of where I want my lipstick to go. So then I just fill it in some more, and then then I got boom juicy lips, boom ta-da done. And then that lipstick stays on forever. And I don't really use lip liners. And then that's that's literally the end of my makeup routine, and that's all. And those are the products I use, and what I like, and what I don't like. And I can't wait to discover more makeup. But yeah, holy shit. That was, that's a rambling. So if you made it this far, congratulations. I don't know how, but you must have wanted to really listen to the makeup that I've used and haven't used and everything. And like I said, I've tried everything under the sun. Um, when I'm telling you this is the product you should use, it's probably the fucking product you should use. Um, if you have really dry skin, I probably wouldn't recommend a, a full face or a liquid foundation. Um, or even a powder foundation if your face is really, really, really dry. Uh, my face is oily. Uh, so that's why I do all the steps that I do and why I use so much powder um, and all that shit. So, yeah, it's it's a very much a trial and error. Um, makeup is whatever you want it to be. You can literally wear it and do whatever you feel like. You don't have to. There's no rules in makeup. And anybody who tells you there's rules in makeup is full of shit. You know, like, fuck those people. I spent most of my life getting made fun of people like that. Um, And now I'm having more fun experimenting with with makeup. I'm trying to get more into doing more extensive makeup, even though it doesn't look like it. Like, for me, it's a little bit harder. I'm just doing little techniques that are different. I'm trying little things. Sometimes I'll add freckles all over my face because my freckles don't show up under my makeup once I put it all on. So I add little freckles on my face. I've been doing that since, like, 2018. Um... And it's fun. It's always fun to, like, experiment. And now in a day and age, like, people are more accepting of people wearing makeup. People compliment people's makeups more. Like, people are a lot more friendly when it comes to, like, all the makeup. Uh, People just enjoy it. It It's like a form of art when people can do it really good. Or it just looks smooth and nice. And don't gatekeep makeup. Always always tell your tips and tricks and do what you can. Because it took me years to learn. And I've been doing it, you know. Since I was like 13, 12, just learning, looking at older people and being like, oh, that's what they do. The cool kids. And now learning from, you know, YouTube and makeup tutorials that actually exist now. Little TikTok videos that teach me something new. There's all kinds of people out there. Just find what you like and don't be afraid to do it. Just enjoy it. It's makeup. It washes off at the end of the fucking day. What's the worst that you can do? You go wear it out one day, no matter what gender you are. You at least had fun. It's great. Makeup's for everyone. When I say that, makeup is for everyone and anyone. You don't have to be a fucking girl to wear makeup. I'm so sick of that, too. Makeup is literally for everyone. It's it's so unique and a beautiful art form. And I think it's so fucking cool when people wear makeup. Because it's like they wanted to, and at least they tried. But people who make fun of people for wearing makeup, fuck those people fuck the mascara chapstick bitches cuz those are the ones who make fun of people with full faces. Fuck you guys. And fuck men. Don't don't believe what men 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 say. Straight straight men, fuck them. They don't have an opinion on our fucking face. All right? All right? <laughs> oh, okay. So that's that's enough of me ranting. Um like I said, an episode by myself. These next few are going to be uh episodes of just Conway show. So, I hope that's okay with you guys. I appreciate you guys sticking around. Um, if you found this week's secret passcode, it's gonna be a little lipstick emoji. Uh, that's pretty kind of uh, unspoken right there. You can leave that in the comments down below or wherever you would like. Uh, this is also sad. I always used, th- I always sit there and go, "Oh, you can Stony, where can we find you?" But I don't get to do that time. But you guys can find Stony at StonyRobbins underscore on pretty much any platform. You guys can find me, um, at ConwayTitty.com. That is conway ConwayTitty.com. Uh, we're streaming a bunch of games. Uh, we're, you know, playing them games. I got all my, all my, all my sites there. If you want to check out my makeup too, you can check it out on Instagrams or the Twitters or wherever it is. You know what I mean? Um. But other than that, uh, thank you for letting me uh, just ramble and rant to you guys. I know it's going to be a little weird without hearing Stoney's voice. Um, But go tell him you miss him and you can't wait to have him back. Other than that, I will leave you guys at that. I hope you learned something in this makeup video. Um, If you have any products you think I should try, also feel free to please tell me because... Oh, excuse me, I burped. Please feel free to tell me because I I love knowing... Uh, different products and, and things and uh, just what your guys' tips and tricks are. Uh, but other than that, I've been your host, Conway Titty, and I will see you next time, alright? Alright, take care, stay hydrated, and I'll see you later. Bye.